Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen, and today is October 13th, Friday the 13th, and in October. If you're superstitious, I guess just don't walk underneath anyone moving a piano today. <laughs> All right, so let's continue on in the book of Philippians chapter 4. Starting in verse 8, Paul's going to say something that's going to sound very, very familiar to us as Latter-day Saints. It says, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. It sounds a lot like our 13th article of faith, right? Which says, we believe in being honest, true, chaste, benevolent, virtuous, and in doing good to all men. Indeed, we may say that we follow the admonition of Paul. Now it continues on, but let's focus on that because this verse, Philippians chapter 4, verse 8, is the admonition of Paul that we believe in following. In March of 1842, Joseph Smith wrote a letter to the editor of the Chicago newspaper. And in that letter, he was requested to write, what do the Latter-day Saints believe? And he came up with 13 statements that we now know as the Articles of Faith, which summarize our doctrines. Now, what's beautiful about this is that here, the 13th Article of Faith, the last Article of Faith is kind of like this capstone on all our beliefs. This article of faith is like our mic drop. Yes, we believe in all the other things. Yes, we believe that man shall be punished for his own sins. And we believe in God and Jesus Christ and in the Holy Ghost. We believe the Bible to be the word of God and the Book of Mormon as well. Yes, we believe all those things. But all of those things, all of those beliefs should lead to this, to us being honest, true, chase, benevolent, virtuous, and doing good to all men. My friends, if we are to be true Latter-day Saints, if we are to be true followers of Jesus Christ, then these are virtues that we have to adopt. President Hinckley once said this, The 13th article of faith is one of the basic declarations of our theology. We ought to reflect on it again and again. I wish that every family in the church would write out that article of faith and put it on a mirror where every member of the family would see it every day. Then, whenever we might be tempted to do anything shoddy or dishonest or immoral, there would come to our minds, with some force, this great, all-encompassing statement of the ethics of our behavior. There would be less rationalizing over some elements of our personal conduct which we try to justify with one excuse or another. I love that. As I read that statement by President Hinckley, it made me think, I want to post these virtues all over my house. Honest, true, chaste, benevolent, virtuous, do good. I want my kids to see that often. I want to see that often to remind myself of what it means, what it looks like to be a true follower of Jesus Christ. Elder Talmadge said it this way, in this article of faith, the Latter-day Saints declare their acceptance of a practical religion, a religion that shall consist not alone of professions in spiritual matters, but also, and more particularly, of present and everyday duties, in which proper respect for self, love for fellow men, and devotion to God are the guiding principles. Religion without morality 
professions of godliness without charity, church membership without adequate responsibility as to individual conduct in daily life, are nothing but a sounding brass and tinkling cymbal, noise without music, words without spirit of prayer. The comprehensiveness of our faith must appeal to every earnest investigator of the principles taught by the church. Within the pale of the church, there is a place for all truth, for everything that is praiseworthy, virtuous, lovely, or of good report. Being a member of the church, being a true follower of Jesus Christ, should change the way we act. It should change the way we see ourselves, and it should change the way we see and treat others. It should make us more honest, true, chaste, benevolent, virtuous, and it should lead us to doing good for our fellow men. It's interesting, Elder Bednar grew up in a home where his mother was a member of the church and his father wasn't, and he grew up always just kind of hoping and praying that his dad would get baptized. Well, one day his dad came to him and he said, you believe that you belong to the true church, right? And Elder Bednar said, well, yeah, I do. And he said, well, you believe that the men of your church hold the priesthood, the authority of God, right? And Elder Bednar agreed, yeah, we believe that. And then Elder Bednar's dad said, well, then why don't the men of your church behave any better than the men of any other? And Elder Bednar realized that if we are to profess our belief in Jesus Christ, if we are to profess that we follow him, then that needs to change how we behave, how we act, how we treat others. President Nelson hinted at that in his talk, Peacemakers Needed, when he said, My dear brothers and sisters, how we treat each other really matters. How we speak to and about others at home, at church, at work, and online really matters. Today, I am asking us to interact with others in a higher, holier way. Please listen carefully. If there is anything virtuous, lovely, or of good report, or praiseworthy that we can say about another person, whether to his face or behind her back, that should be our standard of communication. So my friends, these virtues, these admonitions of Paul are an outward show of our inward faith. When we are inwardly converted, when we are following Christ with all our hearts, that is going to manifest itself in these behaviors, in being honest, true, chaste, benevolent, virtuous. These virtues are the capstone of our faith. So now as Paul is finishing this epistle to the Philippians, he's going to say something that is so important. It's so important, in fact, that it's our youth theme this year. Verse 13, he says, I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. Now, it's important to recognize and to realize that Paul here is going through this time in his life where he is enduring really, really difficult challenges. He's already been through these severe trials. He's going through them now. He's going to have plenty more in the future. But he's recognizing that it's his faith in Jesus Christ that is keeping him strong in those difficulties. And my friends, the testimony of Paul is that it can and will be the same in our lives. As we rely on Jesus Christ through trials and tribulations, he can be our strength. Elder Johnson once taught, we don't seek out tests, trials, and tribulations. Our personal journey through life will provide just the right amount for our needs. Many trials are just a natural part of our mortal experience, but they play such an important role in our progress. 
Sometimes we want to have growth without challenges and to develop strength without any struggle, but growth cannot come by taking the easy way. We clearly understand that an athlete who resists rigorous training will never become a world-class athlete. We must be careful that we don't resent the very things that help us put on the divine nature. Not one of the trials and tribulations we face is beyond our limits because we have access to help from the Lord. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. My friends, it's in those trials and those tribulations that if we turn to Christ and if we allow him to strengthen us, we develop our strong roots in the gospel. Paul's going to talk about that more to the Colossians when he says in verse two that we are rooted and built up in him. It's relying on Jesus Christ through trials and tribulations that allows us to develop deep roots of faith in Jesus Christ. Just like a tree will develop stronger roots when they have to resist the wind and the elements, we will develop greater faith in Jesus Christ, stronger roots in his gospel as we rely on him through difficult things. My friends, we're going to be called upon to face difficulties, to deal with hard things. It is part of this mortal experience to face trials and tribulations. But as we turn to Jesus Christ, as we push toward the mark, as we talked about yesterday, as we make him our focus and our center, then those trials and tribulations plant us firmly in our faith in him. And with that faith in him, there is nothing that we cannot endure. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media, subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me, Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.